Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. It's not just knowing about the doctrine in the Bible. That is not what we stand for here. Streaming powerful, biblically-based messages live down the This congregation may never be gathered together again as we see it. Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. Good evening. Welcome to Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio. We are streaming live on the Internet from London. This show is dedicated to God for our Lord Jesus Christ. On tonight's program, we will discuss the subject, How to Study the Bible. We will be studying what the Bible teaches. More about our subject after we've heard some music. to study the Bible. We will discuss this subject in four parts. Have a pen and paper ready to write down some notes. Tonight we will be discussing these questions together. Who do the scriptures testify of? How often should we study the Bible? Why do the scriptures testify of Jesus? What is the main lesson being taught by the Bible, and how do we understand the lessons taught in the Bible? Before we carry on 
with our radio show this evening, let us have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for voicing the wilderness, internet radio, streaming live down the internet from London. Lord, as we study your word this evening, and as we study how to study your word, we ask for your Holy Spirit to teach us and lead us. It's our prayer. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Before we discuss our subject tonight, we must first understand how we are to approach a study of the Bible. Bible study is only for those who want to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Saviour. It is not for those looking for head knowledge alone. One should not just open a Bible casually and look at its pages as if it is a magazine or a novel. One should not be eating a meal at the same time as studying the Bible or be on their mobile phone in any idle talk. There is nothing wrong, on the other hand, having a Bible study over the phone with someone else. But in this case, both the person giving and the person receiving the Bible study should be concentrating on nothing else but the Bible study itself. There should simply be no other distractions when entering into a Bible study. This is because you are in a one-on-one audience with the Almighty God. Nothing and no one are to interrupt your personal interview with your Creator unless you have a real emergency. Let the seeker for truth who accepts the Bible as the inspired Word of God lay aside every previous idea and take that word in its simplicity. The Bible should never be studied without prayer. We should come with reverence to the study of the Bible, feeling that we are in the presence of God. We should renounce every sinful practice and enter the Holy of Holies with hearts subdued and softened, ready to listen to what God says. While some portions of the word are easily understood, the true meaning of other parts is not so readily discerned. There must be patience, study and meditation and earnest prayer. By meditation, we mean thoughtful reflection on God's word. Every student, as he opens the scriptures, should ask for the enlightenment of the Holy Spirit and the promise is sure that it will be given. And so if we do not initially understand what God is teaching us in the Bible, we are to continue to study and pray and wait for the Holy Spirit to reveal to us in his own time that which we are initially finding it hard to learn. For more information, see the book Steps to Christ, page 61, by Ellen G. White. And so listeners, we will be looking at how to study the Bible in four parts. In part one, this week, we will be looking at how redemption through Jesus Christ is the central theme of the Bible. In part two, we will be looking at the study method which the Holy Ghost teaches us to use when studying the Bible. In part three, we will be looking at why understanding who the church is is critical to our understanding of the Bible. And in part four, 
we will look at the individual application of Scripture, and we will give examples of how the Bible relates to our personal relationship with Jesus Christ in our day-to-day walk. And so now, part one of how to study the Bible, Christ the center. Now, who do the scriptures testify of? We read in the book of John, chapter 5, and verse 39, Search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. Jesus makes it plain that the scriptures, the Bible, testify of him. We read in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 31 and verse 21, And it shall come to pass, when many evils and troubles are befallen them, that this song shall testify against them as a witness. The Bible explains that the testimony is a witness. And so the Bible is a witness statement that the Lord Jesus Christ gives to testify of himself to the world. We read in the book of John chapter 1 and verses 1 to 4, 14 and 17. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. We read in the book of 1 John chapter 5 and verse 7, For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. We read in the book of Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 9, And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world have been hidden God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. We read again in the book of Romans chapter 8 and verses 3 to 4, For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. The Bible teaches us that Jesus Christ is the Word of God, the second person of the Godhead. It teaches us that he is our creator, the life-giver. It teaches us that God sent his own son, Jesus Christ, in the likeness of sinful flesh, in fallen human nature, that the righteousness of the law, God's ten commandments of love, might be fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. We read in the book of Mark chapter 1 and verse 1, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. We read in the book of Matthew chapter 24 and verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. 
The Bible testifies how God, through Jesus Christ, came to this earth to give men power to keep God's law of love through the Spirit of God. The testimony that Jesus gives of himself in the Bible is also called the Gospel of the Son of God and the Gospel of the Kingdom. We read in the book of Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. This text, quite simply, listeners, sums up the whole central theme of the Bible. It testifies how men have throughout the ages found salvation from sin through Jesus Christ the Lord. And so all who study the Bible need to know that salvation from sin, redemption through Jesus Christ, is the Bible's glorious central theme. Every time that we open the Bible, we should study it knowing that Christ and his love is at the center of all its teachings. Now, how often should we study the Bible? We read in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verses 6 to 7, And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Moses was commanded to teach the children of Israel to have God's word in their hearts. They were to teach their children and to talk of God's word when they sat in the house, when they walked by the way, and when they lay down, and when they rose up. And so the lesson for us is that God's word is to be in our minds at all times. We are to study the Bible when we wake up in the morning, during every spare moment that we have in the day, and before we go to bed at night. God's love is to continually rule in our hearts. We read in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6 and verse 24, And the Lord commanded us to do all these statutes, to fear the Lord our God, for our good always, that he might preserve us alive as it is at this day. The reason why Jesus Christ, the Lord both of Old and New Testaments, asks us to study the Bible whenever we can, is that it is for our good always. Jesus, the life giver, will preserve us alive on this earth if we allow his love to rule through his word continually in our hearts. We read in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verses 12 to 16, Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Take heed unto thyself, and unto the doctrine, continue in them. For in doing this thou shalt save both thyself and them that hear thee. 
The instruction that was given to Timothy in the Bible is one that all church leaders should carefully follow. He was to give attendance not only to reading, but to exhortation and to doctrine. He was to meditate, to think upon the things that he was taught about Christ in his word, and to give himself wholly to them, and to continue in them, as by doing this, then he would save both himself and them that heard him in his ministry. Thus, regular Bible study is to have a practical effect upon the Christian believer, especially upon one who is called to leadership. The more that a person devotes themselves to Bible study and to living by what God commands in his word, the more secure that a person will be in God's kingdom. This will have a saving effect upon those who are influenced by their ministry. Now, why do the scriptures testify of Jesus? Why do the scriptures testify of Jesus? We read in the book of 1 John chapter 4 and verses 8 to 9. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten Son into the world that we might live through him. When we study the Bible, listeners, we need to understand that God is love. As Jesus is God, the Bible therefore is a testimony of how God's love is revealed to mankind through Jesus Christ. Through a study of the Bible, we learn by Jesus what true love is. We read in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verses 3 to 8, For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. After that, he was seen of about five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain unto this present, but some are fallen asleep. After that, he was seen of James, then of all the apostles, and last of all, he was seen also of me, as of one born out of due time. We read in the book of 1 John chapter 5 and verses 5 to 6 and 10 to 13, who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth. He that believeth on the Son of God have the witness in himself. He that believeth not God have made him a liar because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is the record, that God have given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that have the Son have life, and he that have not the Son of God have not life. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. The scriptures testify of Jesus because God has given to us eternal life and this life is in his Son. 
The scriptures testify that Christ died for our sins, was buried, and rose the third day. The scriptures testify that Christ was seen by witnesses on this earth, the highest witness being the Spirit of God himself. All who do not believe what God has to say concerning his Son in the Bible are calling God a liar. But the Bible, listeners, is not a fantasy or a storybook. It has been written by holy men of God who were moved by the Holy Ghost to give an inspired testimony of Jesus Christ to the world. We read in the book of Romans chapter 10 and verse 17, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Faith is built upon evidence, and God gives evidence about himself in his word. It is by God's word that we learn about his love and the salvation that he freely offers. We are to decide for ourselves through the evidence that God has given in his word and by our own personal experience of his word as whether God's promise of salvation from sin through Jesus Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit, is really true. Let's have a break for some music before we continue with our study this evening. Clocks keep on moving The world keeps on turning the sun keeps on arising while the moon keeps shining. Time moves on, time moves on. Someone's just living while someone's just dying. Somewhere there's laughter while elsewhere. There's crying, time moves on, time moves on. Once you were young and say, when you were in your prime, look at those strands of gray, those marks of Father Time, all of your silver. And all of your gold Can't stop time from moving on Nor you from growing old Time moves on Time moves on So fill your life What is the main lesson being taught by the Bible? We read in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 30, and verses 15 to 20. See, I have set before thee this day life and good, and death and evil. In that I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways, and to keep his commandments, and his statutes, and his judgments 
that thou mayest live and multiply. And the Lord thy God shall bless thee in the land whither thou goest to possess it. But if thine heart turn away, so that thou wilt not hear, but shall be drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I denounce unto you this day that ye shall surely perish, and that ye shall not prolong your days upon the land whither thou passest over Jordan to go to possess it. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live, that thou mayest love the Lord thy God, and that thou mayest obey his voice, and that thou mayest cleave unto him. For he is thy life, and the length of thy days, that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord sware unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. We read in the book of John, chapter 3, and verses 16 to 17. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Listeners, the main lesson that is being taught in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation is that obedience to God's law preserves life and disobedience to God's law destroys life. The Bible reveals how throughout all the ages God has given men the choice to either choose life and good or to choose death and evil. The Bible reveals that life and good are received by loving the Lord Jesus Christ and walking in his ways and keeping his commandments. The Bible also clearly reveals that if we, like Satan, rebel against God's commandments and reject Christ as our God and Saviour, then we are choosing death and evil. It reveals that if we separate from the true God, the life-giver, and worship idols and turn away from the salvation that Jesus offers, then we will perish and our life on this earth will be shortened. And so, how do we understand the lessons taught in the Bible? The Bible being the complete book that it is, explains to us when we read in the book of Psalms, chapter 111, and verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise enjoyeth forever. The Bible teaches us that a good understanding have all they that do God's commandments. Listeners, Bible study alone cannot help us to understand the lessons that God teaches us personally in his word. It is only by living by God's commandments that we can really understand what God means in his word. We read in the book of 1 John chapter 5 and verse 3, For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. We also read in the book of Romans chapter 5 and verse 5, And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. We read in the book of Acts chapter 5 and verse 32, 
and we are his witnesses of these things. And so is also the Holy Ghost, whom God have given to them that obey him. And again, we read the book of Ephesians chapter 3 and verses 14 to 19. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. The Bible gives us the promise that when we submit to God and keep his commandments, God will send us the Holy Ghost to shed Christ's love abroad in our hearts. God teaches us that his presence and his fullness and power is the reward that we receive for loyalty to his government. That it is when we experience the expanse of God's love in our own hearts, which passeth knowledge, and cannot be humanly explained, when we experience for ourselves victory over sin through Christ's power, then we can understand the lessons that are taught in the Bible. God's saving grace through Jesus Christ becomes to us a living reality. We'll have another break for some music and come back for some closing thoughts. Precious Lord, take my hand, lead me on, let me stand, I am tired, I am weak, I am worn, through the storm. Just Lord, lead me home when the way grows drear, precious Lord, linger near when my life is all. I fall, take my hand, precious Lord, 
Today, in the first of our series of four presentations on how to study the Bible, we have shared firstly how we are to approach Bible study. We are to have respect towards God's Word and not to have any distractions around us when we study its pages. The Bible should never be studied without prayer. Before we study its contents, we are to invite God to send us the Holy Spirit to teach us the meaning of his word. We then learn from the Bible that the scriptures testify of Jesus. We learn from the Bible that Jesus Christ is the word of God, the second person of the Godhead. We learn from the Bible that Jesus Christ is our creator and that the central theme of the Bible is personal salvation from sin, redemption through Jesus Christ, the Son of God we learn that this central theme is also called the gospel. We studied that God's word is to be in our hearts at all times, and that as well as every morning and evening, we should study the Bible whenever we have spare time. We also learned that the main lesson being taught in the Bible is obedience to God's law brings life and good, and disobedience to God's law brings death and evil. We then finally looked at how we can understand the Bible for ourselves. It is to live by the commandments that God teaches. We learned that this is accomplished by submitting our hearts to God and allowing Christ to live in us through his word, through the power of the Holy Spirit. We learned that if we do not initially understand what God teaches us in the Bible, we are to continue to study and pray and wait for the Holy Spirit to reveal to us, in his own time, that which we are initially finding it hard to learn. To end tonight, I would like to read a quote from a book called Education, written by E.G. White. On pages 125 to 126, it reads as follows. The central theme of the Bible, the theme about which every other in the whole book clusters, is the redemption plan the restoration in the human soul of the image of God. From the first intimation of hope in the sentence pronounced in Eden to that last glorious promise of the revelation, they shall see his face and his name shall be in their foreheads. The burden of every book and every passage of the Bible is the unfolding of this wondrous theme. Man's uplifting, the power of God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. He who grasps this thought has before him an infinite field for study. He has the key that will unlock to him the whole treasure house of God's word. So with these thoughts in mind, listeners, let us now pray to close the study this evening. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you for teaching us through your word, the central theme of your word, which is the redemption plan through Jesus Christ our Lord to save us from our sins. 
Lord, thank you for also teaching us that if we keep your commandments, we shall abide in your love and that we shall have life and good. But if we disobey your commandments, then we shall have death and evil. So, Lord, the choice is ours. And as we study your Bible, I pray, Lord, that we would listen to your word, submit to your word, and then allow your life to live in us through the power of the Holy Spirit. So bless us as we continue on this journey, learning how to study the Bible is our prayer. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Listeners, if you have any queries, or if you'd like more information, please send an email to inquiries at wildernesspublications.org. You can send a text message to 07944062786. If you have the Android app for Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio, go to the ebook section and find the title Bible Readings for the Home. At chapters 1 and 2, you will find the subjects, the sacred scriptures, and searching the scriptures. These chapters will give you more information about today's topic. You can also listen to and download our radio show podcasts at https colon forward slash forward slash voice dash in that's i n dash d t h e dash wilderness dot podcast page dot io forward slash. If you would like to support Voice in the Wilderness Internet Radio, then please send your donations through our website at vitwradio.org. Click on the page called About Us. You can donate to us there. On next week's show, we will discuss part two of the subject, how to study the Bible. We will learn the word study method to study line by line and precept by precept. Well, that's it for tonight's show, listeners. Until next week, good night and God bless. Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week. It's not just knowing about the doctrine in the Bible. That is not what we stand for here. Streaming powerful, biblically-based messages. This congregation may never be gathered together again as we see it. Voice in the Wilderness, Internet Radio. Enlightening the world every week.